My name is Kolea. My pronouns are they, them, there. Hi, I'm Jam. My pronouns are they, them, there. And this is an installation in our STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math um, series. So thank you so much, Jam, for joining and being a part of it. Um, diving, Absolutely. So diving right in. Um, what is your part, your identity, your job um, in the community? So um, I practice as a safety, health, and environmental professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I am stationed on an island in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Um, and that is where I am practicing <laughs> and perfecting my job. Okay. Sounds good. And um, would you mind giving a super, if possible, brief description of what exactly you do for a job? Because I think most people have not heard of that. So um, for most people, if you have ever worked any type of corporate job or anything like that, um, you've, you've heard of at least workers' comp. So I do everything possible to keep you from going there. (laughs) Um, Whether that is by hazard analysis, let's say you unload dishwashers, making sure that those dishes aren't too heavy, that you're at the correct angle, you don't hurt your back. Uh, Sounds like ergonomics, but I just weigh the risk and the severity and the things that you do to make sure that it won't kill you or anybody else. Oh, wow, kill, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the <Yeah>. k-word <laughs> okay I'm, so I mean, you I've, I've worked in manufacturing so mm-hmm. um a lot of the things you do there can kill you neat um so um in short i usually describe uh jam's job is jam is a scientist and i hope that yes. most people will not ask me follow-up questions in which they always do And then I say Jam is an environmental scientist and they still have questions. Um, But okay, so thank you for um, kind of that that description. Um, How does your job in the community um, inform your wellness and your self-care needs? I think that um, it should keep me from doing things like, hey, y'all, watch this because I know better. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's, I think I'll weigh the probability of my, my self-care needs. Was that the question? What was the question? <laughs> the question was, how does um, your job, uh, your identity in the community inform your wellness um, needs and self-care? So the, hey, y'all watch this. I stick by that one. Okay. But it also um, gives me a little bit more insight on how things function, mm-hmm. like, like your body. But mm-hmm. I guess we can get into that a little later. I think that's part of it, though. Yeah. Um, so the basics, mm-hmm. like the sun is good for you. Pretty much every living creature on this earth needs the sun. So. Uh-huh. 
know, basics, very basics. Sounds good. Um, And then specifically for you, um, how does that inform your, like, your own self-care habits? Mm. Or does it? Or are other parts of your identity informing more of, like, what you need to do with yourself? Um, I think a lot of my self-care habits are, like, are now a lot more holistic than Mm. ever. Okay. Um, So, for example, I'm totally into the chiropractor. That is one of the things I love. Yes. Um, And how pretty much your spine controls, like, your your brain, which uh-huh. is attached to your spine, controls right. everything on you. So, um, for example, recently my my visit at the chiropractor, uh, the the doctor was telling me that they had someone that uh, would say, "Yeah, nothing's wrong with me. I'm fine." But oh yeah, sometimes I faint. Do you think that's related to Ooh, faint? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah fainting is not a normal thing mm. it's usually your body like saying hey i've had enough um, i've hated here so, <laughs> yeah so we're gonna take a snooze mm-hmm. okay so, yes. so now you're more into kind of ho- holistic or um i don't know if it's called non-traditional but not in part of the medical industrial complex <laughs> oh all righty yeah. um and then um how or when do you know that you need to engage in self-care what are some cues that your body your mind your spirit give you that you need to kind of pump the brakes um my internal voice starts being kind of like a bitch okay (laughs) my internal voice is not very nice um Mm. I noticed that uh, I'll be really stressed and tense around like my shoulders and stuff like that like my neck will just hurt and I haven't done anything Mm. okay for it to hurt uh and yeah that's those are some some ways that I, I know some some cues mm-hmm. and you said like um what was the first thing you said about like basically you having negative thoughts are they negative yeah. thoughts about yourself are they negative thoughts about your situation are they just negative thoughts like i fucking hate grass or something like what, <laughs> what is it something like that yeah okay. it's like things that typically wouldn't bother me but like let's say that the people right outside were having a good time i'd be mm-hmm. like those fucking people don't call them. <laughs> <laughs> and usually i'm like you know i hope they're having a great time hope everybody gets home safe gotcha so you kind of get a little bit more like irritable essentially just like yeah. on, on random things everything yeah I definitely understand that where I'm just like mad at like just the dumbest shit you know and I'm like why am I so upset or like if I'm at work sometimes I'm just like really just ready to argue with the people who I'm on the phone with because <laughs> I'm like no you're gonna you're gonna come in you're gonna come in and they're just like no and I'm like listen to me Karen you know so I do talk to a lot of Karens on the phone um it's not my favorite. Okay. So um, you have some kind of physical cues where you mentioned like there's some tension and some tightness and uh, kind of stress in your um, back and your, your upper back and your neck. Um, and um, 
some more mental cues of where you're just kind of irritable. Um, you mentioned before um, that now you're more into kind of holistic wellness. You're really into the chiropractor. Is that one reason why you um, started going to the chiropractor? Were you feeling stress or was there a different reason kind of why? So you actually know the reason why. I, I know, but other people don't know the reason. <laughs> so I'd like to think of myself as a very um, grown kid. Um, I'd like to have a lot of fun. Um, so maybe two summers ago, three summers ago, can't count anymore uh, because 2020 has displaced time mm -hmm. um, tremendously. Two years ago, great, thanks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, my friend had a beer Olympics, and one of the things that were part of it was like a, a slip and slide. So um, you have two teams, you line up, you both run as hard and fast as you can down this wet, soapy tarp. You pop up, you go to this table, you slam some beer or water. They put water out for the people who couldn't drink, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So I did that maybe five or six times, and I will let you know <laughs> that each time my team won, no okay. matter which team I was on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were very serious. But coming down that hard on my hip multiple times uh, shifted the height of my hips. <laughs> and so yeah, I guess it did some very strange things to the nerves mm -hmm. uh, in my spine. So, uh, it kind of bent me over, felt like I couldn't get out of bed, put my socks on, you know, et cetera, et cetera. If anybody's mm -hmm. ever had any back problems. Yeah. So yeah, went to the chiropractor and they fixed me. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been yes. loyal ever since <laughs> singing, yes. singing, singing their praises. So out, you know, now that you were all fixed from like two summers ago, um, with the beer Olympics, um, <laughs> do you, use the chiropractor as also like a means to relieve stress or is it more of like a maintenance kind of thing? Both. Okay. Um, definitely to relieve stress. So um, when I got my R&R from where I'm currently stationed, I, the first thing I did was like, yo, the chiropractor. Mm -hmm. Did that and then preventatively, uh, of course, uh, the the last chiropractor I went to actually talked me through my x-rays, and I want to shout them out <laughs> 100% yeah. chiropractic down in Atlanta, Georgia, um, the Dunwoody location. Um, the doctor, gosh. Oh, you got to remember the name. I know her name is Dr. Sam. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. You, were, you were pretty hype about it being like a black-owned um, black place, yeah, too. black woman. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. And she showed me she showed me my x-rays and talked me through. It was like, hey, your cervical things are out of line. We need to fix those. And I'm like, okay. She actually gave me some take-home things that I can use. They're called traction devices mm -hmm. if you're into it. You and are. Just... <laughs> and, yeah, and they're just it's supposed to help you. Um, so, yeah, in, in short of things. Okay. That's fantastic. I, I appreciate your enthusiasm for the chiropractor because um, I think that people 
like including myself, uh, tend to be kind of scared about the chiropractor. I think people tend to be really polarized about them um, because it does, you know, it looks, um, it's made out to look really scary and like painful and dangerous and bad. Um, and you know, instead you should just like take muscle relaxers or like pop some pills or whatever. And in reality, chiropractors are literally doctors. Like <laughs> they went to school for several years to be able to be called a doctor and to also like fix your actual like bones and joints. Like it's kind of fucking amazing. Um, so yeah, anyways, tangential, um, Okay, so how do you take care of your mind, your body, and your spirit? <sighs> well, we all have vices. I'm not going to mention any of those. I'll tell you all the good things instead. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, I've noticed that just moving my body, uh, it, it is a whole situation, quote unquote. You said your mind, your body, your spirit. Mm-hmm. So where I'm currently stationed, um, it's very beautiful. It's very hot and humid all of the time. So you're kind of not taking advantage of your situation if you don't go outside. Mm -hmm. So I bought a bike and I ride my bike at least three to four times a week, whether that's for like maybe 15 to 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. just depending on what I need. And yeah, um, I was at a place where I was going to go play basketball. Hadn't done that in a while. I was playing full court games. I'm like, who is this? Yeah, yeah. I had to buy a new bra to strap down my titties. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's up? I'm listening. (laughs) Um, And I started like, well, not started, like I'm going to continue indefinitely, but started playing like tennis. Um, but I will admit that one of the reasons why I started playing tennis is because this really attractive person with a fat ass asked me <laughs> just, <laughs> just to find out she was inviting me there with her boyfriend. I'm going to be like that, though. <laughs> like that. God yeah. Sorry, I had to hydrate. <clears throat> Look at you hydrating. Yes. Dihydrogen <laughs> oxide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <Ain't> science. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, body-wise, you like to keep pretty active with cycling, with um, basketball, tennis. Um, I know you work out at the gym as well. Um, is there anything else body-wise? Mm, I bathe, but Ooh, you know, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's anything else um, on the island. Uh, it is a military base. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's alcohol, which is one of the vices that I said I wouldn't mention. But okay. I, 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 it's a crutch. Um, you mentioned recently with the chiropractor how people usually turn to muscle relaxers and painkillers and things like that. Mm-hmm. I've already been down that road. Um, yeah. I had a an injury at work when I was 19, so I kind of went through all of that to know that it's just um, a Band-Aid. It doesn't fix anything. Mm-hmm. All of your underlying issues are still there. It's a pacifier in a sense. Mm. Okay, wow. Mm. Yeah, so you, you have to go to the root of the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mind and spirit. 
in spirit? Mm-hmm. How do I take care of that? Mm-hmm. Um, so I mentioned that, you know, like that voice that's just very, that's not nice in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a, a slam journal, if you will. Ooh, <laughs> what's that? Um, it's, I have several, actually. I can't keep up with just one. It's just like saying the things that I feel in that very moment that are raw and that I don't have to worry about anyone else seeing that could, it's just going to be me. And mostly I don't go back and look at them. Sometimes I forget they're even written. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So is that like a way of essentially getting the thoughts out of your head or is that a way of like seeing the thoughts and realizing that they're not good thoughts? Seeing the thoughts and realizing that they're not good. So sometimes okay. if I don't, if I do go back and read them, like I notice like the handwriting and stuff like that to mm-hmm. see, because I, I notice that with different moods, I have different handwriting. That's really fascinating. Okay. Yeah. I, something that I, um, I appreciate about that is sometimes it's really hard for us to, um, just to recognize the negativity um, and the harmfulness of our thoughts, um, whether they be about ourselves or whether they are like just about j- just general things like, you know, I fucking hate this plant or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like, and so I do think it's important to have some way of almost like visualizing these thoughts, not because we want them to like be real and to like, kind of take root but because sometimes we just aren't aware that we are saying or doing these things or thinking these things about ourselves or about like our surroundings so one thing that really has stuck with me um is whenever um you and I were first dating um I was doing a lot of negative self-talk we never dated Kalea okay well whenever you and I were first fucking and hanging out and I was allowing you in my space um, in the daytime. In the daytime. <laughs> um, I I was just doing a lot of, saying a lot of like self-deprecating things. And I didn't even notice that I was doing it. You know, like I wasn't doing it for attention. And I probably to some extent, extent did believe these things about myself, which is why I was saying them. Um, but they were things that I had kind of internalized because... Um, the person I was with previously, I think previously, um, was constantly just talking shit to and about me, to myself, to me and to like other people, I guess. Um, and so I would say these things and I wouldn't even hear myself. Like I wouldn't even hear myself, like, I don't know, call myself stupid. And you one day pointed it out and I was really embarrassed because I, it was like something that was, I guess, second nature to me. Um, and I tried to, from that point, I tried to be really like to really pay attention to the thoughts that I was having about myself and also like the way that I was speaking about myself, whether it be to myself, because I do do a lot of self-talk, um, or to like other people or in front of other people, because I don't want to put that into the universe. I don't want to put negativity into the universe, but specifically negativity about myself. And so I think that whenever we are able to see those things, like whenever, how you have the, what do you call it? A slam journal? <laughs> yes. Slam journal. A slam journal. Um, whenever you like. And like, mm-hmm. 
unlike Mean Girls, like it's not for anybody else to harm anybody else. Yeah. It's just all about me. It's just all about you. But I mean, like sometimes we have to see the things to realize like, oh, like that those thoughts or those words are actually really fucked up. Um, and so I do, I, I appreciate that. I didn't, that's not something that I knew about you either, that you had like a a slam journal. I usually did it at work on the white man's dime. Um, (laughs) White man's dime. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have. You've never seen me write in one. (laughs) No, no, I don't think I have. Um. Just like you like to. (laughs) <laughs> go to work and do other things on white people's time. Oh yeah, I like to take shits on the clock. There we go. Like, like- <laughs> I am not ashamed. I tweet about it. I'm like, y'all, if you're not like at least pretending to try to take a shit while you're clocked in, then you're not really doing it right. Also, yeah. To go back to the word holistic. Yeah. Something you did a long time ago kind of like turned me on to more natural um, remedies. Mm-hmm. And I, you put a turmeric paste <laughs> on your butt. And <laughs> <something>. <laughs> weird skin things. You put a turmeric paste. I did. I had a skin infection. And, it was like my first yeah. ever skin infection. Yeah. Right up. It did, yeah. Had you ever tried it for yourself? Uh-oh. We lost jam there in Japan, so I'm going to call them back. Hey. <laughs> hey, sorry. I guess... The internet here couldn't handle that. Yeah, it was too much. They were like, shut this shit down. They're getting weird. But yeah. <laughs> but yes, I did. I had like um I had a skin infection. It was like super weird. I'd never had like whatever the fuck that was before. And it was like super painful. And I guess I looked some shit up because at the time I definitely didn't have any insurance. So what I'm not gonna do is go to the doctor. Honestly, when I do have insurance either, but, um, and so, yeah, it was like some turmeric and aloe and I feel like maybe one other thing like peppermint oil or something like that. And yeah, I cleared it up. And I was like, well, shit, well, let me, let me, you know, (laughs) analyze the things that I'm doing (laughs) to see, see how I can do some more natural, um, fixes for myself. Okay. Oh, cool. That's that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, that's interesting though. I'm I'm glad that that's something that you explored and and have found so at least some things that you're into. I mean, I know one thing we kind of learned about, I guess, a couple weeks ago was neem oil. Great. Yeah, and I mean, according to you, the person who's been using it, it's been actually like kind of doing its job. Like, um, she was like, 24 hours, it'll clear it up. And we're like, okay, friend. <laughs> All right, Ursula. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't quite. It wasn't quite, but it, I mean, it, it seems helped. to be working and it's not bad for you. So if even if it's not necessarily like making the changes, it's not harming anything. So... Yeah. I've seen recently that neem oil, like some people use neem oil uh, for like uh, fruit flies and stuff in their home. Um, oh. So, and 
on their plants to keep other things from eating oh, them. Oh, so, you know what? Um, I have heard of that. And I don't think I real like I registered that that was like the same thing, but fruit flies i hate them um okay so you like to kind of do some more holistic things when in caring for your body um including exercising but also like literally putting spices on your body <laughs> like a turmeric <laughs> yeah we love to see it um it does stain everything though so if you are <laughs> trying to use turmeric um, and you wet it, it will stay, like it stained the washing machine in my house, like literally the outside of the washing machine, just the top. I, yeah. So something to know about your, about this stuff. Um, and then I know you mentioned like the slam journal. Um, was that more for your mind, for your spirit, for both? It's for my mind. It's, it's, it's like pollution. So mm-hmm. it's, you have to find some type of way to, to clean it, to okay. purify it. Yeah. Back in the day, um, for pollution, you know, since I'm into that type of stuff. You're very into that type of stuff. That dilution is the solution to pollution, and that is incorrect. I've heard you say that so many times as, like, a joke. <laughs> with no, some With you some other scientists, not with me. <laughs> right. You have to take it out. You can't dilute it. It's, mm. That's not going to be it. So, basically, you can't find other things to kind of... Well, at the time, we sweep things under the rug, but once you pull that rug back up or mm-hmm. the wind blows too hard, mm-hmm. it's back again. So mm-hmm. you have to get it all out and do whatever work it is that you need to do, whether that's mending relationships mm-hmm. or, um, gosh, just whatever it is that you find out on that piece of paper and you're yeah. like, mm, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just straight up burn it. Okay. Yeah. Like I'll, I'm... Cleansing. Yeah, very cleansing. Like, um, it's low-key scared as I am of a fire. I also am very fascinated by it. Um, and I just don't want it close to my face or my hair is really what it is. But, um, but yeah, like, I've written down, like, some negative, um, unfruitful and harmful, like, emotions that I've been kind of harboring uh, about one thing or several things just whatever and I've literally like wrote them out and then I read them and I was like yep I'm done with that and I literally burned the paper and like just you know to ashes and it was a brilliant like cleansing experience and so kind of what you're saying is we can't really dilute it right like with drugs or with alcohol or with just some other unhealthy vices we have to essentially eliminated um so yeah i really i like that um tie into science of dilution is not the solution to pollution haha did i do it (laughs) yeah so i appreciate that um okay and you said that was more for your mind what about your spirit oof my spirit Mm mm-hmm I don't know. It's like the spirit situation has been a situation. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Situation. Okay. So it's been a struggle throughout life. Um, Kind of growing up in a church, Baptist at that. Mm -hmm. That'll fuck you up, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It'll fuck you up. Yeah. So um, now that I'm accepting and have accepted more things, um, let's say the universe mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and going back to more ancestral things and 
things of that nature. Uh, gosh. So, and I, I know you've kind of mentioned this in some of your other podcasts. It's just like, you know, how in, in religion it's praying, mm-hmm. but in God, it's in sacrilegious world what is what is the world without religion <laughs> people do not practice great um secular i guess would be <laughs> i guess would be the uh religious word for not religious <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for non-religious yeah yeah like non-religious is great i like that mm-hmm. manifesting and calling things to be true yeah um, and, and knowing that your words have power mm-hmm. that's one but spiritually i don't really know how i take care of myself actually okay. I think to me, what I've noticed when I ask people that question is the spiritual is tied really deeply with the body and with the mm. mind, um, because your spirit's not well if you are speaking negative things to yourself or about your surroundings. And so it's all kind of just tied together. So if you are getting rid of the pollution that's kind of clouding up your mind, then you're also like cleansing your spirit of those things, too. Um, and like for me personally, whenever I'm like, specifically when I'm practicing yoga, but also whenever I'm like at the gym and I'm like just working out in some capacity, then I feel very spiritually fulfilled because I'm concentrating on my breathing, which is pranayama. Um, I'm concentrating and I'm like centering myself and, um, making sure that my chakras are spinning in the right right way. So I don't think that it necessarily has to be like a separate thing of like, now I'm going to sit down and work on my spirit. <laughs> I think that um, in working on the mind and the body that the spirit uh, in turn is, is taken care of. Is that something that you would agree with or do you think it is a little bit different? I think that's correct, actually. Yeah. It, it is all tied in, but like I can just how people say, like, I can just tell your spirit's really low. Like how you know, how you know about my spirit, yeah, like, and stuff like that. Or yeah, and how you carry yourself, it's just a reflection on what's going on internally. Yeah, and people can definitely sense and pick up on your. I mean, you know, we say vibes a lot because we're millennials. <laughs> But um, but really and truly, like your vibration, right? Vibe, short for vibrations, we're going to say. Um, your vibration, you're, if you're vibrating at a lower frequency, then like people can pick up on that. And even if like you're faking like high energy, like everything's great, but things really are not great. Like you know that in your heart and other folks can pick up on that as well. Not everyone, but maybe people who know you a little bit better. Um, and, and so I think that like, kind of when people say like, oh, like your spirit is low, I think that's almost like a Christianese, Christianese way of saying like, yo, like you're vibrating at a lower frequency and there, and we know that there are different things that we can do to kind of raise our frequency and it's different for everyone. So for you, it might be like, riding around the bicycle on your bicycle listening to music music yes um so to lift my spirits Mm -hmm. or you know my spiritual i like to listen to drug dealer music Mm, you do yeah i really do i'm I'm in the trap jeezy is one of my favorites i like to smell drugs in my head that's so wholesome uh, 
Yeah, you do love um, a good a good trap beat, if you will. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, that one song that you got caught in my head, "Throat Baby." It is definitely not. Um, it's not trap. But this this nigga is real into this pussy. Uh, or excuse me, no, real into this person's throat. <laughs> yes, you have been singing it very melodically. And I Literally, <laughs> I've been I like sing it in my head at work, and I'm like so mad about it because I can't like just bust out into song with this song. Throw baby, <laughs> it's like sexy little bitch, sexy little hoe, and I'm like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> and it makes me want to just you know. <laughs> Jam is twerking right now. If y'all can't see. <laughs> So, yeah, um, definitely. I like that, though. I mean, if it lifts your spirits, it lifts your spirits. Like, some people like to watch, like, just trash shows, you know, Um, just because it's just like, wow, this is garbage. (laughs) I feel like just certain, like, like, specifically chick flicks and things like that, they actually make me cry and stuff when I'm already not in a good place. And I'm like, this is how I know. Like bad cry or like happy cry? Oh, bad cry. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm going through whatever they're going through. (laughs) Typically, when I watch something, I don't give a fuck. So that's how I know. Like, oh, all these feelings. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah. We don't really watch a lot of chick flicks in our house. We don't. Unless there's like, if there's like an ounce of, and you know this about me, but if there's like an ounce of (laughs) queer baiting, then like, I'm there. Right? Like, in the third season, they, I heard that they kissed. I might watch all the seasons up to there just to see if there's any sexual tension. Like I, that's truly me. Um, and there's usually not a lot, not a lot, a lot of a uh, queer action outside of like a gay best friend on a chick flick. So, mm-hmm. so how do you feel about the queer baiting in Lovecraft Country? Then, because they got you on- ooh, 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 they got me. They got me, and I was upset about it. I was like, "Don't kiss that white woman. <laughs> Don't do it." <laughs> Oh God, she's gonna kill everyone. Oh God, I hope that pussy was good, Ruby. Because now we're dead. Oh man. Uh, Yeah, Ruby is so hot. Uh, She's so attractive. Like, but yeah. Okay. Um, So that's it for spirit. And then what is something you need to improve on in self-care? Good question. I think it's remembering all of the healthy or more healthy things that I can do to take care of myself Mm -hmm. other than to temporarily numb whatever Mm -hmm. it is going on. Okay. Is that kind of like your go-to, like instant tendency, is to just try to numb the um, the pain, or instead of like deal with it? Yeah, yeah, I um, am a master at avoiding things, mm. um, even though, which is contradicting with me wanting to just get it over with. <laughs> So it's, it's, a, it's a tough life out so like, here. So, like, you, know? <laughs> you want to rip the Band-Aid off, but also you don't want to rip the Band-Aid off? Exactly. Okay. We hold it there. We, oh, we're not ready. Okay. So, okay. In <laughs> um, self-care, it, uh, another thing is not inviting people into my space that don't 
deserve it. Mm. Um, so that's something I need to do a better job at because that right there, like other people will throw your shit off quicker than you ever could. Even yeah. though we are our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. But by allowing these people into my space specifically, it fucks me up. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you think that, um, I know that's something that you need to improve on. Is there, um, do you have like warning signs? Like, do you recognize warning signs or are you still kind of trying to figure out the signs? I think I'm definitely trying to figure it out still. Okay. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. Cause like, People are really complex, and so it's not like when you first meet someone, you know whether or not they're, you you might not know whether or not they're good for you, so I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Can't think of too many things. Like, I, I, there's tons um, that could be cruised on, but... The main ones are just being a little bit more choosy about who you allow in your space and what was the first one again Mm. um remembering all of the other like healthier things that i could be doing Mm. okay instead of just like avoiding and um numbing numbing quieting yeah yeah okay i think you have the tools we all do yeah um and then what's something that you excel at in self-care Especially um, if we're trying to be a decent human, you actually give a fuck more (laughs) Mm. about what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't really know. I think. While you think, um, I think something that you do excel at is. Um, making sure that you're getting materialistically and not in a bad way, just literally materialistically getting what you want and what you need. So like if you are like, I want a nice bottle of sparkling rosé because you love an effervescent beverage, (laughs) then like, (laughs) then like, you know, you don't talk yourself out of getting something that you want. That's something that I really admire about you um, because you know I'll talk myself out of damn near anything, okay? Like, <laughs> I am I think I'm getting better at it, but I definitely, like, whenever we first met, I would just be like, I really, 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 really need, like, a new pair of work shoes because mine are, like, old and busted and smelly and I wear them five days a week. And But I would just find a way to, like, talk myself out of something that I needed Or something that I wanted. But I think for you, you're like, I want a nice bottle of uh, sparkly rosé and I'm going to buy this like $30 bottle of sparkly rosé because it's what I want and it's because it's something that I can also like fiscally, you know, afford. (laughs) So you're not like breaking the bank or anything like that um, over a bottle of rosé or whatever. But like, I I think that it's almost like that treat yourself thing that we were talking about previously. Like, I think you're very good at that. 
of like I deserve because <laughs> you do yeah, so so I actually I had a past co-worker who um she she's been in the game for a long time she's an OG she mm-hmm. was um an engineer she was so many different things while she was alive but one thing she told me um in my time with her she said with how hard you know life is and stuff like that and how hard we work here mm-hmm. you need to have mad money and I was like what's mad money she says just money you put to the side for one of those days where like you're inconsolable in a mm-hmm. sense where you need the retail therapy yeah <laughs> So yeah. get you some mad money. Yeah. Absolutely. And if I mean, honestly, if you are someone who is privileged enough to have some sort of disposable income, then that can, you know, your mad money, it would be essentially part of your disposable income. Yeah. Even yeah. if that's $20 out of your check and you, yeah. that one day where you're like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Or even like, even outside of like, the monetary aspect, which technically we do need money to buy food, but like, unfortunately, unfortunately, um, on some bullshit, but, um, even if like you don't necessarily have a disposable income, but like you do have money for food, then like make or have like a really wonderful, delicious meal. If that's going to like kind of help you with that. I remember listening to, was it a podcast? I think it, I don't know, it was like an interview of sorts of this person who had written, she had written, I guess, like a book or an article or something about um, growing up poor and uh, about like people's access to food or lack thereof and food deserts and basically like food justice. Um, and she grew up here in the U.S. Um, her her parents were poor. I think it was me. I think maybe she had like a single mother or something. And um, so they were on um, they were on like food stamps. And then what's the other thing where it's like mother and kids? Wick. Wick. Thank you. Wick. Uh, women and children. Is that what that is? Women, infant and children or some shit. Wick. Um, Wick is even more like. Food stamps in general, you can get like pretty much whatever the fuck you need food wise. But with WIC, it's even more restrictive. Like it's like you can't buy like canned beans. You have to buy dry beans kind of shit. And it's just like super like why be that specific? Um, But so, you know, her mom had that had um, kind of food aids from the government. And like she the mom decided that she wanted to treat her kids and like to have just some bit of joy and so she used it to buy like like a a pie or whatever like a banana cream pie or some shit like that and someone like judged her at the checkout for using her food stamps to buy like in her last like bit of food stamps or whatever for the month to buy a, a banana cream pie for her and her kids to like indulge in and the the lady and I really wish I could even begin to tell you what her name was or any of that shit but I have no fucking clue um was just like first of all you don't get to decide what someone does with their money it's food stamps we use it to buy food (laughs) second of all like we and we deserve to have a treat every once in a while absolutely 
you, we deserve to have a treat every once in a while. And if that's how my mom decided to use that to give us just this one bit of fucking joy in like this really hard world, then like, first of all, get out of the fucking cart. It's not your business what the person in front of you or behind you is buying and how they're paying for it. But second of all, like you have no idea the circumstances. Maybe it was someone's birthday and that's their favorite kind of dessert. Or maybe she just wanted to have pie for dinner because she's really stressed out and pie is a comfort food. But I think that, um, I think that people, other people decide what it looks like to be like poor. And if you're not fitting within, this is very much a tangent, but if you're like not fitting within, (laughs) it's a tangential podcast, it's fine. Within that particular ideal of like, this is what a poor person looks like. This is how they dress. These are the foods that they buy. Um, this is the, the disposition that they're supposed to have the job they're supposed to have, but like, you don't get to decide what someone's poor looks like. Uh, you don't get to essentially police that. And like, it's none of your business why the person in front of you is using all their food stamps to buy fucking Doritos and banana cream pies because it's not your money. So chill, but yeah. So uh, now that you bring that up, I think I do a really good job at minding my fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell me more about that. And how does, how is that like with your self-care? Like, how is that related? Because that doesn't, like, I can't, so there's this story or whatever, like, you know, basically this person walks in with a monkey on their back or whatever into your space. Mm -hmm. Um... But your job or my job is is to make sure that they leave with their monkey. They don't leave that monkey with me. I don't need your shit. Mm, okay. That's none of my business. I am so sorry for you, and I'll help in the ways that I can. But I am going to mind my business. <laughs> okay. I will whip out my camera and put the, <laughs> the long lens on it to see what's going on across the way. Not, <laughs> not that sense, <laughs> but... It's just making sure that other people's problems don't become my problem. Mm. I'm really good at that. Okay. So do you believe that we should all be like, I'm going to say we should all be like personally responsible for our own problems, but that's not entirely what I'm saying. Like that we should never intermingle or aid with someone else's problems yeah so like enable certain behavior with people or whatever like i'm i'm not gonna be the one to encourage you to do something i know that is not good for you not good Mm -hmm. for anybody okay um yeah yeah and if it is something that is harmful whatever i'm gonna let you know like that's it um Recently, I had a friend who is immunocompromised go to a very populated area mm. uh, during this this pandemic, um, and she told me, you know what, what she was going to go do, whatever, whatever. But I wasn't going to let her problem become my problem. I wasn't going to be her mom in that situation, mm-hmm. even though it like bothered me internally. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna mind my business. You're grown. Yeah. So you do a good job of essentially minding your business. Yeah, yeah. We we recently spoke and like I, I realized that certain like 
my friends don't come to me with certain things because it's like a no bullshit type of factor that I that I put up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I couldn't tell you that because you would have been like, I told you so. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I understand that. And I think with that, that's another way that with minding our own business, that's another way to kind of protect... Um, protect our own auras and vibrations and chakras um, because if you're anything like me then like someone else's problem it's not that so much that I'm nosy it's just that like I want to help everyone um, and I I've been working really hard at like not um not taking on other people's prod problems because it's like, I, I just literally can't fix everyone's problems. Like I can't. And I would love to be able to like help because I don't want anyone to be like unhappy or to have problems or issues, but I just literally cannot. Um, and so I think that um, minding our business and letting people deal with their own shit is a really good way to kind of protect your own energy and your own spirit. Because eventually that stuff will probably rub off on you. Even if it's not like, you're sad, I'm sad. But maybe it's just like, I'm fucking annoyed that you're doing dumb shit. (laughs) And now I'm in a bad mood because you're out in the streets being stupid. You know, like just whatever. And so, yeah, I think that that is, um, that's a a good thing to excel at um, in self-care. It's just to kind of know... (sighs) what you will and won't you what what you will and won't do right yeah okay um all right we did it yeah yeah we asked the questions so let's take a a nice cleansing breath inhale through your nose exhale with a ha yeah look at those shoulders going down excellent um okay so now it's time for manifestation mash come on down the price is right (laughs) all right so with manifestation mash there are four different categories and each of the categories you name four things that you would actually like um or wouldn't mind um for there so normally in mash like the kids original version we name like maybe one thing that you like and then a few other things that you don't really want or um hate hate. yeah would hate um but because manifesting is real and writing shit down and the universe is listening we do manifestation mash um so the first category is where are four places geographically that you wouldn't mind living now that I'm currently in Japan, mm-hmm. I would say right now that this is a place that I would not mind living. Okay. Um, so I passed through, I think it's called like Avena City. Sure. Or something like that. I have no idea. Everybody is wearing a mask. Basically, Very sexy. not the States is what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, as someone who's currently in the States. Um, not cute over here. Okay. So Japan. Um, another place I would not mind living, I think. I don't know. I feel like my, my answers are restricted just because I haven't seen as much as I'd like. Okay. But I'm just going to throw it out. Amsterdam. Wouldn't mind living in Amsterdam. Alrighty. 
So it also doesn't have to be a specific place. It could be like the beach or the mountains or something. All right, two more. I'm I'm not particularly picky on like the beach because like I don't have to be warm. I'm looking for warm places to live for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> because I am cold always. <laughs> Although I will say last week you cut the heat on and every day this week it's been like 80 degrees. <laughs> it's been what? Like 80 degrees. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I'm like too stubborn to like actually cut the heat off, and so I've just been dealing with it. But that's fine. All right, so we have Japan and Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. Is there a P in Amsterdam? No, no P in Amsterdam. It's like it's like when people say Klimpsen. <laughs> yeah. They're like Klimpsen. I'm like, there's actually no P there, but I get it. Okay. Um, I've always been fascinated with a glass house. Okay. Or is that like that's that's a that's for the building? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Um, another place. I'll just throw out the mountains. Okay. Clean air there. There, there is very nice clean air. Mountains. (laughs) One more, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Somewhere that's very green. Give me one. All right. Green place. I'm just going to. Green place. Yep. Perfect. All right. The next category. You good? Yes. The next category is your career slash just something you'd like to do for the rest of your life. It does not have to be capital. uh, What's it called? Capitalism related. Capitalistic. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to live off of my own land. Mm. That is actually one of my retirement goals. Whenever I get wherever I'm going, I want to be able to eat the vegetables and the fruits that I grow, as well as grow the weed that I'd like to smoke. Mm, Yum. (laughs) Hydroponic, all that shit. Alrighty. Okay. But, uh, we, won't, we won't fit that one. Okay. Okay. Um, this is so everything that I'm thinking of is capitalism related. And I oh, it can be if you want it. Hmm. Like I if there's want... a particular profession, I know there's some um, certain fields in your. Uh, certain jobs within your field that you're interested in sure let's throw one out industrial hygienist yes let me spell that hang on (laughs) no worries i think i spelled it right actually the first time so hygiene is always the one that fucks me up yeah it's it's a lot of vowels Right? <laughs> now I'm just trying to spell it. <laughs> okay, next. Mm. 
I don't think I've made it past this this part. Okay. My imagination is stumped. <laughs> so right now you have you like to live off the land, your own land. You have industrial hygienist. Is there another profession that you've always been kind of curious about outside of nursing? <laughs> Yeah, neurology. Okay. Yes, a neurologist. That's that's very fascinating. Mostly because I just got finished watching Black Lightning. <laughs> oh. And his wife is a neurologist and you know, since everything in your body is electric, she could study them. So yeah. <laughs> that's really anyway. neat. Yeah. One more. One more. Gosh, why, why did not think this would be that hard? I, I think people, I think because we also like try to think and like, will I be able to make money? How will I survive? But like, if we're not even thinking about money at this point, if we're not thinking about like getting the essentials and living in abundance, then like, what the fuck would you want to do? You know? Right. Um... <laughs> A civil engineer. Yeah, I see that for yes. you. Like how the roadways work and stuff like that, because I'd like to redo Winston-Salem. <laughs> that one exit to get into downtown, where it's not there and then all of a sudden it is. <laughs> Fix fuck? it, Jesus. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> it's so dangerous. And that one exit uh, in Charlotte where you get off yes. of 277 and then you get onto, what is it, 12th Street, and then all of a sudden you have to, like, cut four, <laughs> four lanes to get onto North Davidson. And I'm like, who did this? All righty. Um, next is your home building. So this can be where you put your glass house. I want that glass house. Okay. So, um, and obviously be secluded because I'm basically only walking around naked in it. Obviously, obviously. Yeah, you gotta call me before you come. Like, just... <laughs> did you call first? <laughs> <laughs> did you call first? <laughs> um, a treehouse. Ooh. I went to this vineyard. In North Carolina, I forget where it is exactly. Is it called Treehouse Vineyard? Yup, and you can rent out this treehouse. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, this is lit. I've heard of that, yeah. Mm hmm. Then they're always booked up. Obviously. <laughs> I've seen Groupons for it. <laughs> um, I would love to live in a dome as well. Okay. Yes. What, like, what do you mean a dome? Like, what so, does, what's the remember, building made out of? Do you remember the Airbnb I sent you where, like, there's a dome house? Oh, it? yeah. I thought that was so cool. It is pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's concrete. I'm not very certain. Yeah. Have you ever seen, um, uh, have you ever heard of Earth Ships? Negative. Ooh, I think you would be really interested in it. So look that up. Let's we'll see if I find, like, the... I found, ugh, I found, that's a lie. This person I was dating, um, she was into earth ships. She was also into tiny homes, which seemed very implausible for her because she had so many clothes, but she was really into earth ships. And uh, we watched like this documentary about it. It was like on like 
some it was like on youtube or something but it was actually really fascinating because they use like they reuse um like literal like glass bottles and like make walls out of them and stuff like that so yeah so anyways i'll see if i can find something like that watching but anyways so you want to live in a glass house that's secluded a tree house or a dome and then one more um a floating home um yeah like uh, like a boat or like on an island it's so I, I watched a show where this this person like literally made like um like he collects trash yeah collects trash yeah. and, and he lives on his trash i don't necessarily want to live on the trash but i love the idea of him just floating <laughs> yeah i wonder if like what if you like did all that and find out that like you actually get seasick really easily i don't know i'm questioning that because on the takeoffs and and touchdowns from the plane rides I just had, uh-huh. it might be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've i been on and in the ocean, like, so many times, but I feel like I can think of one, no, two times in my whole life where I've been, like, seasick. And it was so confusing because I was like, I didn't eat anything, but I feel like I just need to lay down, and then I eventually Yo. just, like, threw up or something. Um, yeah, it's a really weird feeling. What is it? the effervescent beverage that I love. Oh. Anything. Like bubbly, some, some seltzer. Okay. Anything. You know, like that. Hmm. Well, at the time I was too young. I was not allowed to drink soda the first time because I was oh, like yes. seven. <laughs> Sprite was a treat. Um, only whenever Sprite I went to Golden treat. Corral. Um, <laughs> my family loves a buffet. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, this was pre-Golden Corral. This was Quincy's, which I don't even think anyone knows what that place is. Yo, my spot was fucking Ryan's. Yeah, I think I went to Ryan's once and I was very unimpressed. Is your lunch here? No, it's not. You you didn't love that salad bar, Nick? No, well, you know... I used to live for a salad bar. I, I did love a salad bar, mostly because I loved ranch, which is, I think, why now I'm like, psh. I'm good on ranch because I had just, I mean, I probably fucking drank it, you know, when I was a kid because <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, you've given me carrots to eat, you know, okay, give me a bucket ranch. of ranch. Every bite was just drenched in ranch. That's part of being a kid, actually. Yeah, it's just like, I'm going to eat this vegetable, but I'm going to just make it, I'm going to dip it in fat. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I don't remember. We There wasn't really a Ryan's that close to where we lived, but there was this one particular Quincy's that we would go to like every Friday night or something like that. And I would get the same thing and never fully eat it. Never heard of Quincy's. Just... It's literally like, it's a, the, a regular Eddie. degular buffet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like darker and I think orange. Okay. That was it. Yeah. And then Quincy's went away, and I think we went to, there's this place on, um, God, what is there now? We passed by it the other day. It's it's on Independence at the corner of, like, on Independence by exit, like, 51 or some shit. Um, I think it used to be called Prime, and it was, a, it was another buffet that we went after church. Anyways, we're talking about buffets. Um, the last one... <laughs> Like you and I would literally go to a buffet now. (laughs) I think the last time I went to a buffet was probably like three years ago. 
And it was actually, oh, babe, it was the one that was like across the, across the street from our house by that laundromat that's like super shady looking, like doesn't even look like it's open. Oh, it's like the, an Asian the, buffet, like starts with the. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Me and my ex went there and I couldn't eat anything there. I think I had like some noodles and like fries or something. And I'm like on this entire buffet, everything has been like contaminated with meat. Yeah. yeah. Zero stars. All right. And your la the last category is legacy. What are four things you would love to be? Uh, to be fair, I did not go over this with you before. Sorry about that. You it's because you were like so what am i gonna be on your podcast and i was just like nigga i'm just happy to see you in the flesh and here you are gone again so <laughs> um yeah just like what is something that what are four things that you would love to be remembered by it can be something super silly or super serious or whatever i like to be remembered by the smile oh you got a good one Yes, yes. It's it's both like a, a genuine thing and it's also a very nervous um, feature. <laughs> I'll smile when I'm nervous just to get you out of my way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, people are like, you smiling a lot? And I'm like, it's just a nervous feature. It doesn't mean I'm like, <laughs> I just hate it here. Thank you so much for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I work around a whole lot of white men, so I perfected it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Good one, Tad. See. Did you say Tad? I did. It's a real name. <laughs> I don't know if it's short for like Tadford or something. I said Tadford. Tadford. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I would like to be remembered. I didn't realize I had it, but I guess my excited hand. Oh man, it's adorable. I didn't know there was a thing I had. Mm hmm. Mm. Um, I always get, you know, good compliments uh, <laughs> on. Well, no, good reviews, good reviews, because, you know, I'm a Pauline. You are a Pauline. Um, we decided that Pauline is the black version of a Karen. You know, the Karens who like to leave really intense Yelp reviews. That's me. Jam in their heart of hearts is a Pauline. <laughs> like, I'm going to leave this Yelp review now. Like, give me a moment. <laughs> if it's good, I'm going to tell you if it's good. If it's, if it's bad, bad, you're I'm also, you know but you also, like, give constructive criticism, which I do think it's funny and also very important like whenever we stated that like airbnb and you were like oh they need a dehumidifier and da, da 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 and i'm like wow look at you doing the work for them instead of being like it's mad moist down here because <laughs> that was my only complaint i was like this like it, everything's just wet all the time yeah so you want to be remembered for your pauline-ness or no? No, no, no. Oh. I'm saying I get good reviews on, like, you know, being a good friend. Like, oh, I, okay. I would like to be remembered by being a good friend. Good friend. All right. And one more. Um, 
<laughs> Gosh. Damn it, you can tell me how hard this would be. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> One more. One more. My eyebrows. <laughs> Ooh, you do have good eyebrows. That's one reason why I swiped right. Oh my gosh, I, I don't. <laughs> I tell you that every time because it's the truth. Every time. Just, my eyebrows. You're just a real handsome I, looking person. I don't take them for granted. I really don't. Cool. All right. So now, this is going to be the last hardest thing you have to do. Um, choose a number between one and eleven. Seven. Seven. All right. Here we go. Crossing off dome. Oh, man. <laughs> Crossing off excited hand. <laughs> crossing, crossing off secluded glass house. No! Crossing off smile. Crossing off treehouse. So your home building is going to be a floating uh, house. Cool, but I still don't want to be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing off Japan. Okay, unfortunately. Crossing off civil engineer. Okay. Crossing off industrial hygienist. Crossing off live off land. No, I'm going to do that anyway. It don't matter. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the great part about this is that it doesn't mean that it's like actually like you're never going to get to do any of the other things that I cross off. So for your career, you're apparently going to be a neurologist. That sounds fun. <laughs> that ties into chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> it does. All right, so for legacy, um, you'll be a good friend. Okay. Or you'll be remembered as a good friend. Crossing off Amsterdam. That's unfortunate. Crossing off we'll mountains. All right, you ready? Yep. You will live in a green, luscious place. Love that shit. On a floating house, in a floating house. Floating on water on purpose. Mm-hmm. You will have a wonderful career as a neurologist. Yes. And you will be remembered as being a good friend. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Same. Congrats on your career change as a neurologist. Thanks. Um, I think I'd just like to know more. Okay, so like, like a hobby, like a, a neurology yes. hobby. <laughs> Add that to botany. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds like a good life. It, it is a good life. All right, and now is for our one listener letter. Let me let me read it exactly because I forgot it exactly. And we have just one listener letter. But if you do have something that you'd like to ask, then you can send your questions to either the like slide in the DMs of Namashe Podcast. That's N-A-M-A-S-E 
podcast, or you can send it via email at namashepodcast at gmail.com, which is N-A-M-A-S-E podcast at gmail.com. And I can make them anonymous if you'd like. So the question is, how does your self-care as a child compare to your self-care as an adult? I'm going to go to you first because I actually asked this question. I didn't think I'd be the one answering it. Yeah. So for me, I definitely did not have self-care and I think to a certain extent wasn't really allowed to explore that side of me um, as a kid. Um, and I think in general, which uh, full disclosure, I am not the parent of uh, of a human child. I have a dog child um, and she is a baby. And um, but I do think that a lot what a lot of times what I see in the relationship between like adults and children, right, is that like the adult is the one who knows everything. And the child is the one who doesn't know anything. And so it's like everything is like on the adults like uh, watch and on their time and on their opinion of like, well, this is what the kid needs when um, I think teaching the kid more on how to listen to themselves and how to um, know themselves a little bit more. Um, isn't done as much. And I think that was my experience as a kid. Um, it was like, no, Kalea, you do have to eat this meat because this meat is good for you. When I was really like, this does not feel good. Like, I do not like chewing it. It was like weird and traumatic for me. Um, it just was always something that like just felt wrong and kind of against who (laughs) I am as a person. Um, but because I was a child, I didn't know any better. You know, I was just being picky when in reality, it's just honestly, it's always been who I am as essentially a non meat eater kind of as like an example. So now as an adult, I am really grateful that I do have the room and the opportunity to learn more about myself and to do what I need to do in order to um, essentially make sure that I feel good and right. And you know, it's weird because I thought I went on do not disturb, but here I am getting a text message. Um, And so I think that's kind of like the main thing for me is like the awareness and the space that I have is so, so it's just, it's exponentially bigger and more expansive and present. Um, Whereas with a child, I spend a lot of time feeling really misunderstood um, by the grownups in my life, by friends, like by peers, by family, um, and by myself as well. I just, I felt like miserable and chaotic and traumatized a lot as a kid. And it wasn't because I had like bad parents or anything like that. Like uh, my parents in general tried to be a good parent, but I think they were just kind of like, this is what you do with a kid. <laughs> Instead of being like, let's talk to this kid <laughs> and figure out what's going on. And so now I, I try to be really, um, I try to really listen to myself and, and do a lot of self-reflection, a lot of um, metacognition, which I uh, kind of do as a detriment to myself sometimes. So 
That's my long answer. I love it. I love all of your long answers. <laughs> um, so I remember one of my very first attempts at levitating as a kid. Okay. <laughs> um, I had my sleeping bag um, folded into a square Obviously. on my bed. Yeah. And I was sitting in, with my hands and you can tell me what this is. Oh, the, that mudra, that mudra. mudra okay, but first of all, look at you using the word mudra. <laughs> I'm into yeah, it. I have a yogi as a partner. You better hey. catch up. <laughs> yes. Um. <clears throat> and that was the night after I. <laughs> I got my ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was listening to music while doing my homework and I wanted to beat everybody up, but instead I tried to float away. Mm, so like escape or like, okay. Yeah. Woo. I'm big on escapism. Huge on it. You know that <laughs> like, uh Oh, did we lose you again? Yep. Look at that. We back connecting. This is fun. Hey. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Are you muted? No. Am I muted? I think so. Oh. No. Now I'm muted. Now I'm not. Okay, you're not muted, but I can't hear you. Ooh. This is fun. Let's try this. I don't know how to work it. (laughs) Mm, Let's see. technology we love long distance (laughs) let me um let me put this um where the microphone will hopefully pick up and we'll just uh deal with it so anyways uh you were trying to levitate because you were trying to escape from Uh uh-oh god damn it the call is on hold hated here all right we're just gonna do a regular regular phone call folks hey this is hard this is hard yeah (laughs) that's okay i'm just gonna stare at the the picture what's that thing called your avatar or some shit yeah. Anyways, you were talking about being on your bed um, 
on your sleeping bag, trying to levitate to float away because the night before you had you got in trouble, you had gotten a whooping for listening to music while doing homework. Yep, that was banned in my house. That's that's a very specific ban, but um, I'm listening. Yeah, there there were lots of different ways to oppress <laughs> in my household, but <clears throat> basically, yeah. And I remember like wanting to <laughs> either take them out in their sleep or run away. Okay. So instead, I was just going to float away, levitate. Yeah. How old were you? So, ooh, maybe eleven. Okay. So escapism at that age. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But now I don't escape. I try and logically deal with things. As you mentioned, there's just like a whole plethora of things to do now to Mm self-care we're so much more educated and we're undoing so many different Mm -hmm. uh gosh we're undoing so many different things that we have been brought to think well brought up to think that are right and good and they're not so Mm -hmm. undoing lots of those yeah yeah I, I like what you said about the escapism. <laughs> that's that one really hit home because that's something that I still, as a 32 year old adult, um, really struggle with. Um, and I and I slip into escapism so, so, so fucking easily that I don't even realize that I'm doing it um, until I kind of come back, come to this reality. Um, or I stop scrolling on my phone or I, um, kind of bring myself back to what's happening here in this moment. And so I think that, um, I think that we should give our, our kids selves, um, more credit, um, because really what we were trying to do was get out of a situation that made us feel unsafe, whether that was because we got a whooping whether that was because we didn't feel seen or heard um, or we just felt really misunderstood or alone, um, like whatever the reason, like we were literally just trying to like take care of and prepare ourselves and uh, not prepare, take care of and um, defend and yeah, and just be good to ourselves because honestly getting a weapon for listening to music while you're doing your homework is just like, that's a stupid reason to hit a kid um, um yeah like t- today I was uh I was um interacting with a kid like I, I read books to children and and um she got like yelled at like it kind of startled me because I, I thought that something like dangerous was happening but she got yelled at because she had um a drink by uh the adult's computer and she's like eight or nine or something so she's not like you know a (laughs) four-year-old where they definitely need like a closed container to drink but like yell not even like hey hey remember don't put you know don't have open beverages by my computer because that's totally valid like as an adult i still try not to have open beverages by a computer (laughs) that's just good practice 
Um, but you know, like it was just like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, it's actually not that big of a deal. Like I understand your computer is expensive, but like scaring someone while they're holding an open beverage in their hand is also a great way to get some shit fucked up. So (laughs) maybe don't startle this person and like threaten them, you know? And so it was like, obviously not my kid. So I didn't say shit, but I was just kind of like, that's just like the kind of shit that a lot of us grew up on. Um, And as an adult, we see it and we're like, yo, that's actually really fucked up. <laughs> like, truly, you said something the other day. I'm pretty sure you said it like and we were um, spending time with your your family. And oh, we were talking about superstitions. And um, you said, I think that some of the things that we grew up believing was like because of superstition was actually just because like people didn't want that to happen in their house. So you like one thing that like I learned very quickly about your mom is that she doesn't like whistling in the house. And which is, she would have hated me because a bitch was whistling all the time in the house. (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and you were like, and, and she was like, Oh no, that's a thing. That's like a superstition thing. You're not supposed to whistle in the house. And you're not supposed to like what sing at the dinner table or some shit like that. And you were like, I think y'all just didn't want that. Like someone just decided and someone just decided to say it was because something bad was going to happen. Right. Instead of just being like, yeah, that really fucking annoys me. Don't sing like don't whistle in the house. <laughs> like, just be honest, you know, like I, I don't want you to whistle in the house. Please respect that because I get it. Because you could have also would it suffice like, yeah i'd be like oh that annoys you i don't want to annoy you okay <laughs> yeah but it's instead like, it's like when i'm not ready to get out of bed like that annoys me yeah but, you know whatever but let's make it into a superstition you know <laughs> to scare people into doing the things that we want them to do so but yeah did they not have anything to say after that <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they didn't uh that was pretty funny though um so yeah i do i do appreciate that um that you know you find better ways to kind of cope with stressful situations and uncomfortable or 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 kind of hurtful situations um and i would hope that for anyone you know like as an adult like that we have taken the time and continue to take the time to kind of reflect on um just us your your dog is doing the most but yeah that's the question um and the very last part of this is promotion if you have anything that you do want to promote um if not then that's absolutely fine um it could even be someone else's shit but it's up to you Mm, well someone else's shit i definitely want to promote love craft country Ooh, yes watch it it's so good it taps into everything I love as a nerd, mm. and then it gives me what I need as far as history and roots and all that type of stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Great recommendation. Gosh, well, I, <laughs> I think that's it out of my recommendations. I don't have like I haven't written any books or I don't have a cool website, but. Hopefully soon I'll have some some photos. So I'm gonna start an Instagram with um, photography things that I'd love to get started. 
Oh, wow. I didn't know that, babe. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to know everything about me. I know. Got to keep some mystery. That's That's neat, though. I encourage that. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jam, for being on this podcast. Um, Thanks for also, like, literally the work that you do. I continue to be amazed by it as someone who took one science in college. <laughs> I'm very amazed um, every day that you wake up and uh, and do science things. Um, but uh, thanks y'all so much for listening to this podcast. Um, if you um, subscribe to us, we are on um, I think like eight different streaming or podcast sites, including Apple and whatever the fuck. So, um, definitely, I guess you're supposed to like, like it or subscribe or whatever the fuck. So do that. Um, also, um, follow us on Instagram, Namashe podcast, N-A-M-A-S-E podcast. Um, and in general, just be a fantastic human being. Thank you so much. Ashe and Namaste. Yeah.